If you're really hungry for CPI news, well, where else would you go? Andrew Kelleher is with us from JMI Wealth, and uh, welcome back. Happy New Year, I get to say it first and last, really, on the 25th of January. Good morning. <laughs> morning, Tim. Happy New Year to you too. CPI. Ugh. Oh, yeah. What do we reckon? Eh? Well, look, Tim, look, it's the cost of living, isn't it? It's going to be the topic, certainly, to, to sort of start 2023. Um, it's going to be important politically as well. And, and as we know, the economy tends to be heavily influenced election items. So what have we got today, Tim? We've got the CPI, uh, just a brief explanation, Consumer Price Index, preferred measure of inflation. So it measures that cost of living by looking at, it looks at the rate of change in a basket of goods and services. And, and today we've got the December quarter figure due for release. Now the last update we got for the September quarter, we were looking at an annual rate of change inflation of 7.2%, which was the highest level that we've seen at in 30 years. Now, in the most recent Reserve Bank monetary policy statement that was issued in November, quite a hawkish statement if you remember, the central bank was forecasting inflation to rise at seven or to, to go from seven point two percent in the September quarter to seven and a half percent in the December quarter and to stay there for the first quarter of this year as well actually. Now Inflation, it's a key input into financial market thinking. It affects this cost of living that you and I and everyone out there sort of feels. But it also feeds into things like interest rates and expected returns that investors are looking to achieve because you want to protect your investment against, uh, against that capital against inflation. Now, the central bank, of course, is tasked with keeping inflation in that 1% to 3% band and at sort of 7.5%. Uh, Tim, we are quite a long way outside that, aren't we? Um, yeah. The update today, things to look for. Uh, the headline number, the Reserve Bank were forecasting, as I said, 1.7% for the quarter, 7.5% of the year. The market consensus survey of economists slightly lower. Uh, they are sort of sitting at 1.3% at the moment, uh, which would give you a sort of a, an annual figure around sort of less than 7.5%. But I think we've got to sort of take into account, uh, Tim, food prices are a key input. Food price index was out last week, and that's running at over 10% per annum at the moment. And the number for December, the December month, was stronger than expected. Uh, that'll have put some upside risk into the CPI outcome. Look, look, I think there's a good chance that the number's under 7.5, Tim. But, uh, but actually, you know, whether we get 7.1, 7.2, 7.3, the, the key observation here is too high for the central bank, even at those numbers. Um, the composition of inflation is also... A key because we break it down into imported inflation, we call that tradable, uh, domestic inflation, we call that non-tradable. And one of the issues of concern is the stickiness or the persistence that we've got in this domestic inflation. But actually, you can sort of put all of that aside, Tim, because what's more important is inflationary expectations. In other words, where do people think inflation is going to be? Because then you get that self-fulfilling nature of inflation. So if you think inflation is going to stay high, you're more likely to put your prices up if you're able to do that. And you're also more likely to demand higher wages. So what the Reserve Bank really needs to do is to engineer a situation where we think inflation is falling. Uh, but but as of, well, we'll see where we are tomorrow. Tim, I can't wait. I love a good inflation number, don't you? Don't you love a good inflation <laughs> oh, number? Well, I don't know. Will it be a good one, though? That's, <laughs> it's all very subjective. Uh, services sector, what's the BNZ's uh, latest uh, review saying? Yeah, so uh, one of the aspects of the economy that is, I suppose, potentially assisting 
the Reserve Bank and their fight against inflation is evidence that the economy is slowing. Uh, and if you get that, hopefully some of those demand pressures subside and you get a better supply-demand balance. Now, yesterday we got a read from the services sector. This is the BNZ Business New Zealand Performance of Services Index. Now, the headline number there, 52.1. Now, over 50 indicates the sector is generally expanding. Uh, but the thing with this reading is it's actually below the long-term average. And not only that, we've got a weaker trend going on in the services sector. So we've got the serve that number is actually falling. And if you look at the detail, things like activity sales, they're at the lowest level we've seen them in about 12 months. And the sentiment in the sector, if I look back to that uh, QSBO, the NZIO QSBO survey released um, recently, sentiment in this sector is truly awful. Um, so sort of that's, I suppose, a positive from the Reserve Bank's point of view. But if you want to finish on a positive note, though, Tim, uh, if we, if, let's finish on a positive note. If we compare the services sector in New Zealand to services sectors globally, we look good on that, that aspect. So, because uh, we've got that tailwind of the return of uh, tourism in the services sector, so it's helping accommodation, helping hospitality. So there you go. There's a wee positive to end up on. I thank you for that. A quick zip through numbers, please. Sure, Dow Jones. Uh, the Dow Jones is at 33,637. It's up eight points. Uh, the S&P 500, 4,010. It's down eight points. Uh, the NASDAQ, 11,360. It's down four points. So they're all sort of more or less uh, unchanged, we'll call those. The FTSE 100 down 27 points overnight. Uh, 7,757 was the close there. That's about 0.35% uh, fall. The Nikkei, 27,299. That was up one and a half percent. Shanghai Composite up uh, three quarters of a percent, three two six four. Uh, locally, uh, yesterday the ASX two hundred gained thirty three point seven four nine zero, and the NZX fifty was down point one three of a percent, closing eleven thousand nine hundred thirty two. Uh, Kiwi dollar at the moment flirting with sixty five cents against the US point six four nine seven. 0.9229 against the Aussie, 0.5978 euro, 0.5274 against the pound, 84.52 against the yen, gold $1,931 uh, and Brent crude $86.60. Thanks so much, Andrew Kelleher with the Money News at JMI Wealth.